Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 7, Chapter 82, Philip is Gravely Ill. Philip often suffered from serious and dangerous diseases as the Lord regularly gave his servant new opportunities for winning a crown of gold. Often he was gravely ill twice in a single year. I myself cannot ever remember a year passing in which he was not seriously unwell. From the time that I first began to associate with him, that is, from 1570 to 1595, when he died. When he was ill, No matter what suffering his fever would cause him, he never seemed to take the least notice. He tolerated the inconvenience of the sickness as if God had sent it. Not just with resignation, but even with joy. And no one could be more patient. Nobody ever heard him utter a word of complaint about his illness or ever ask any of his friends to help. What words he did speak were such as displayed his great holiness and humility. He would speak with tears to encourage the bystanders to think of religion. And indeed all the words, deeds and actions of the servant of God were to this end, revealing to us his greatness in pain and sickness as eventually in his death. The only thing that grieved Philip, despite his calmness of character, was that he had squandered his life uselessly, without achieving anything good in his own estimation. The only thing he wanted to do while he was ill was to continue to hear confessions, unless the doctors forbade it, for he was prompt to obey the orders of his doctors with regard to the care of his body. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, Apostle of Rome, child of Mary, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father Galonio knew St. Philip for 25 years. He's the author of this book. He's giving us an eyewitness account. He's also presenting us with aspects of St. Philip's life in order to help promote his cause of sanctity. But notice tonight that St. Philip considered himself useless, that he looked over his past life, all these things we've been hearing about for the last two months, and St. Philip didn't account it very much. He thought he had been squandering his life without achieving anything good in his own estimation. At the same time, Father Galonio says that 
The way Philip acted in his sicknesses revealed his greatness. There was something great in St. Philip, even in his pain and sickness, and even in his death. How is this possible? How can Father Glonio think he's great and Philip think he's useless? Well, Father Glonio is thinking about St. Philip and his holiness and his humility in relation to what is humanly possible, what we encounter elsewhere, what we encounter in ourselves. How hard is it when we're sick not to want to make other people feel sympathetic for us? Generally, we make noises, we, make, we exaggerate. Generally, we want sympathy. And St. Philip did not have that in mind. He had God in mind. He had, one, he had hearing confessions in mind. It was though the sickness didn't really matter to him. And it's not only that it didn't matter, he welcomed it with a kind of joy, not just resignation, but joy. And all the people around him realized this is not common. This is not humanly possible without incredible grace. There's something heroic about St. Philip. So then how does St. Philip say he's useless? Well, remember what St. Philip said. If God gives you any grace or any gift, ask that he may keep it hidden even from yourself. So God kept Philip's greatness, his gifts, hidden even from himself so he could stay humble. And St. Philip also was aware of how powerful God's grace is. And St. Philip knew how little he cooperated with God's grace compared to what was possible. St. Philip also knew that on his own, apart from God's grace, he could do nothing. And so St. Philip thought little of himself and he thought little of what he had done because ultimately he was filled with a sense of God's greatness. And God is that bright, bright and glorious sun. And St. Philip in his own was a little candle, a little reflector. All he could do was reflect the light of God. And any greatness that St. Philip had was in the end a reflection of God's greatness. Don't say what great things the saints do, St. Philip would say. Say rather what great things God does in his saints. On this feast of St. Francis, May the Holy Spirit lift up our minds. May we forget about ourselves and learn to contemplate more and more the infinite greatness of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.